0: Hello everyone, I'm back. It's Ishan. I'm missing my partner in crime today, Arian. He's actually studying abroad right now and um, I believe he's in Spain and so uh, unfortunately he didn't, wasn't able to make the session, make our recording, recording session. Um, He didn't have too much free time but um, I'm here and I'm excited to talk about the Steelers. I know it's been a while and um, I apologize that we haven't been able to get another recording in more recently but Lot lot to talk about today and so for the next about next fifteen minutes I'll definitely keep you keep you very um keep you covered, keep you informed and hopefully excited about this Thursday. So, as many of you may know, Thursday is the upcoming draft. It's um this Thursday at eight PM Eastern and so it's a sentimental draft because it's the last draft for Kevin Colbert. Um he'll, he'll and then after this draft he's gonna be retiring, so the Steelers really haven't decided yet on who the next GM is going to be, but um, this will be kind of like Kevin Colbert's last hurrah. And um, one interesting thing that he mentioned, because the Steelers are not really known for moving up or down, and moving up in drafts, per se, recently, most recently, I believe we moved up for Devin Bush, another notable name, very notable name, was when we moved up for Troy Polamalu, but Steelers don't really like to move up, too typically, Um, and, but Kevin Colbert said we're like, he's open to moving up or down, moving from 20 to seven and from 20 back to 32, which I thought was interesting and something just to keep an eye out for in terms of, um, if we are going to move up and I feel like if we're going to move up, it's definitely going to be for a quarterback and, as many of you may know, the Steelers definitely have their eyes set out on Malik Willis. So, kind of how I'm going to organize this um, agenda recording for today, and just kind of go over the draft needs. So right now, um, and go over kind of the updated depth chart. So, at um at quarterback, we have right now Trubisky and Rudolph on the roster, and as many of you heard, and um and. Uh, just yeah heard about and later witnessed and learned about it was the tragic death of Dwayne Haskins it was a very 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 sad death and he was practicing and working out with his teammates in Florida and uh Mitch Trubisky invited the teammates to for a workout there and um unfortunately Dwayne Haskins I believe it was in the morning he was going for a practice and his car ran out of gas and he was crossing the interstate to go get gas and he had texted his wife that he would let her know once he got the gas he never called her she called um she called 911 i believe and then it was finally reported that Dwayne haskins was hit by a car and died that died on th- that morning i believe it was a saturday morning and um just very unfortunate and just prayers out to them and i believe they had the service but um it's very very sad and um and the Steelers definitely lost a good one. He was def I heard heard a lot of great things that have come out about Dwayne Haskins just being very involved and um very a great contributor to the community, which has been great, which which was great. Um, and then kind of moving moving going to the next thing, just going to the roster. We added Miles Boykin from the Ravens as another receiver, and so that kind of increases the depth on. No receiver room. We don't have that much depth. Anthony Miller and Moss Boykins will make up the two receivers behind Deontay Johnson and Clay- Chase Claypool. We got Gunner Olszewski from the Patriots, who's a big special teams guy, but um, he wasn't really used too much as a receiver. But we'll see if we use him more as a receiver as well. And um, but definitely going to be looking into the draft, into looking to add a receiver in this draft. Offensive line, we kind of went over the changes last time. Not too much to talk about. Um, and then defensive line, same thing, and the defense. I don't believe we added anyone recently. Um, uh, the defense is looking good if we can stay healthy. It's definitely a very competitive defense, which I'm very excited about, and I think it has a lot of potential. you got, and if the development of Highsmith continues, and we see more development of um, our uh, our our guy, guy Trey Norwood, the free safety, you can also play cornerback. And, um, big news, we re-signed Terrell Edmonds, so we're kind of out of the, um, Matthew probably running, tired Matthew running, but, um, Terrell Edmonds, it's a low-risk, medium reward, I believe it's a contract for a year, $2.5 million. So, we'll see, I think it's a prove-it deal, and I think it'll pair Terrell Edmonds and Minka Fitzpatrick for another year, uh, together. And I think it's, um... It'd be good for them to have that chemistry, but it'll be interesting to see if the Steelers do target a safety in the draft because it is a one year deal, and if they might want to develop a guy, they might want to develop a guy to replace Edmonds potentially at the end of um, next year, and then special teams, nothing really new. I mentioned Gunner Olszewski and will be our punt returner slash kick returner, but no really changes there. And so kind of going into the draft now, so based on what I've kind of talked about, I feel like the clear needs are QB receiver, linebacker depth, because we have Watt and Alex Heisman on the outside, and Bush and Jack in the middle, and Spillane, um, as well as a as an inside linebacker, but not too much depth there, so that's also a need defensive line, because we had a lot of injuries last year, which wouldn't hurt, O-line, could add another guy, and um, safety, but I think the two most pressing needs, I believe, and secondary as well, because... We did lose Joe Hayden, out of Levi Wallace, but um, it is a more of a thinner secondary, I would say than usual, so adding another guy would be helpful. So, out of those positions, if I had to make a guess in terms of who our first round pick is gonna be, obviously it'll depend based on who the best player is available. But I think I personally think it's gonna be either a QB, a linebacker, or maybe um. Um uh, I would say defensive alignment. I don't I I'd say a QB or the defense. I don't think we're gonna go wide receiver in the first round because we're so good at drafting later on in in latter rounds receivers and this class is a very deep draft. As well as um O lineman, we went pretty heavy in O linemen last draft and we added some guys in the offseason. So I could see we definitely I definitely think we're gonna draft an O lineman this draft, but unless Some of the big names fall. I don't think it's going to be early on where we draft an O-lineman. And so now I just kind of want to give you a preview of the players that could be available to our first-round selection and um, in terms of who we could potentially take. So Mitch Trubisky, having him, gives us the luxury of potentially maybe not drafting a quarterback this year. If no quarterbacks get taken and we don't want to trade up, we don't have to draft one. This quarterback class is a weaker class. There's talent, but it's weaker. And there's some rumors that Baker Mayfield, if he was in this class, he'd be the best quarterback. So I think it just shows you that like, we often like, really kind of get attached to the, um, the excitement of a new quarterback, the potential of uh, uh, new athleticism, a big arm, um, or just being athletic, a big arm, and just something new. But we have to realize, is it better than what our current options are and what is that potential. So, I know many people say like quarterback out of pit uh Kenny Pickett is um he has a higher floor, which essentially just means that he probably is not going to be a big be a bust, but he doesn't have that great of a ceiling like he can't reach maybe a Patrick Mahomes level, Josh Allen, um Russell Wilson type of level. While Malik Willis has a lower floor, like he could bust and he's not enough already yet, but his ceiling's a lot higher. So, you could see him reach like a Dak Prescott level or be better potentially and so just some of the quarterbacks that are available that are been kind of the talk and i feel like one of those guys we might take if available would be matt corral out of mississippi malik willis out of liberty can you pick it the home the home the local boy local local quarterback right from pittsburgh um desmond ritter uh quarterback out of cincinnati and then sam howell out of unc So those are just um five quarterbacks that I think if the Steelers are going to take a quarterback, it's probably going to be one of those five. Um, There is like, um, I think because then there's a pretty big drop off after Desmond Ritter, after these five, into Carson Strong and um, Bailey Zapp and other quarterbacks there. At receiver, it's a very deep draft. Um, It's really exciting. George Pickens out of Georgia is a good receiver, and um, he has all the talent in the world is very raw, like how Martavis Bryant was coming out of college and has a very high ceiling. Penn State's Jahan Dotson, USC wide USC's wide receiver Drake London, who's very talented, big frame like George Pickens. He's George, Drake London, 6'4", 219. And then uh, Michigan wide receiver Sky Moore. This is like a match made in heaven. I know CEOs are known for drafting these smaller, shifty wide receivers and um Sky Moore is 5'10", 195. He grew up in Pittsburgh, actually played football with Coach Tomlin's son Dino and they were a quarterback wide receiver duo in high school and so he'd just be a perfect Steelers wide receiver and I could see him being a Deontay Johnson clone and ultimately if we don't re-sign Deontay Johnson um it would be this would allow us to potentially have a guy to potentially replace him. I'm not comparing Sky Moore to Deontay Johnson yet, but just uh something to consider. And then there's obviously the big names like Garrett Wilson, Jamison Williams, Chris Olave, but it'll depend on if they do fall to us or if they're if they are available. At the linebacker position, uh, there's a lot of on the uh, as I I'll, I'll go to offensive alignment first and then I'll go to the defense. So uh, Iowa State's offensive lineman, uh Tyler Linderbaum is a good good old lineman and then central michigan old lineman bernard ryman Ramon, ryman i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing that right and then texas a&m's Kenyon green and boston college's zion johnson all good pretty good old linemen. um definitely i think we should take an old lineman in this draft i don't know where i i would uh, if, I, if i if i were the gm i would probably try to go for within the top four rounds but we'll see and then lastly the last part of the offense is connor hayward um He's probably gonna be a seventh round pick, late round pick, but why I bring him up is went to Michigan State and is the brother of our very own Cam Hayward. He's a hybrid player, Swiss Army knife, core special teams player. I think of him more kind of like a Taysom Hill type of guy, um, in terms of like doing it all. And it'll I think it'll be um interesting to see where he where he goes and if he but most mock drafts I've seen, he's been linked to the Steelers, so I think um there's a pretty good shot. Um, on Saturday so day rounds four five six and seven that we do take um Connor Hayward and so I think it'll be interesting to see what we do there and then now shifting to the defense so if you've watched college football you know that um Ohio State had I mean not Ohio State Georgia or I say had a pretty had a, I think it had a pretty good defense but Georgia had amazing defense this year and they were very good, um, very talented, and there's a lot of defensive players going out into the draft, especially on that D line and then as well as a linebacker. So I'll just kind of give some names that we could consider that might be drafted um, by the Steelers on draft day, draft night on Thursday, and then Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> so, secondary, we need to fill the void of cornerback um, Joe Hayden. We did sign cornerback Levi Wallace, but some names to consider are Washington's cornerback Trent McDuffie, Clemson's cornerback Andrew Booth. Florida quarterback cornerback Kyrie Elam, Auburn cornerback Roger McCleary, McCreary, and Washington cornerback Kyler Gordon. All pretty good cornerbacks. Um I like Florida cornerback Kyrie Elam because I just think the Steelers are often undersized in that secondary. Excuse me, and he has nice size being six two and as well as um Andrew Booth and Kyler Gordon are about six feet. I think I would prefer not to get a smaller cornerback just because we usually have a good amount of smaller cornerbacks. And then um I didn't mention Amad Gardner or Derek Sinjuli Jr., who are also very good, but um, because I think they'll be gone by the time we pick at twenty if we don't trade up. At linebacker, I'm a huge fan of Georgia linebacker N'Kobe Dean. He's uh, he's a one man wrecking crew. He's amazing to watch, and um, we'll definitely have to see where N'Kobe Dean falls. And then Utah linebacker Devin Lloyd is also very good, very sound, and um, a very good player. And uh, I think. Either one of those two would be amazing for our defense if they fall to us. And I think I would love to ha- us to draft them if they're at 20. The D-line. So here's where you get that lot of that Georgia infusion. So Trayvon Walker, Jordan Davis, both Georgia players. And then Devontae Wyatt, another Georgia player. And the Minnesota defense lineman, Boye Mafé, I believe how you pronounce it. And then Houston, Logan Hall. So D-linemen guys who would be available, who could be available around when we pick. Um... And I think uh, Jordan Davis is just insane. He's 6'4", 341 pounds, good speed for his size. And so if we do want to feel, feel that and hope, and I think, I believe Stefan Tua going to play this year, but just in case, I think it's also important to have that depth. Cam Hayward's getting older. alu has been hurt. And um, I think we were really hurt on the D-line. So I think having another guy would be helpful. And then lastly, um, as I mentioned earlier in the recording, so we got we re-signed Terrell Edmonds, but he signed on a one-year deal, so we he might not be a Steeler after this year. And so the Steelers could consider drafting safety Kyle Hamilton. Um he's the best safety in this draft class. Um very talented player, and I believe on CBS's um rankings, he's ranked number four overall. Good size, six four, two twenty. Um, out of Notre Dame, I'm a big fan of him. And um, if he somehow falls to us, I'd love to take him. Pairing him and Minka would be a dream. But um, we'll have to see what happens there. And I think it'll be interesting to see. And so I think that kind of wraps up what I wanted to talk about today. Um, shoot me a question if you have any. Resp- email me. Um, it, again, my email is Kumar at gmail.com. E-E-S-H-A-N-K-U-M-A-R at gmail.com or, um, yeah, just let me know, um, if you have any ideas, anything to talk about, and then definitely, um, hopefully Ari and I are back, um, we'll probably, probably get back to you guys in about a week and a half, two weeks, get back on the recording, and then kind of give uh, our analysis of the draft, and see what else holes we need to fill, and, um, look forward to the season, and then once again, I just wanted to mention that, um, prayers to Dwayne Haskins' family, his wife, his parents, um, and um the yeah, the rest of his family. It was a tragic death and um I hope he and, and I just hope he rests in peace. Um so that wraps up today. Um looking forward to the draft and um and hopefully um the Steelers get a, get some good players that we can build forward and help us towards um, elevating us towards pursuing a championship this year because every year is a championship year for this every year is championship or bust for the Steelers. Alright, take care and bye. <laughs>